Hey friends, welcome to today's episode of A Little Motivated Podcast, hosted by physician assistant Casey McIntosh and registered dietitian Tara Maurice, where personal development and wellness meet reality. We are here to motivate women to grow despite time restrictions by delivering purposeful step-by-step actions and health information. Hey, Tara, how are you doing today? Hi, good morning, Casey. I am doing great. How are you? I'm just because we've had a few days off with the holiday and it was really hard to get out of bed at 6.30 this morning. Ah, so your kids weren't up at 6.30 like mine were yesterday for Easter? <laughs> Honestly, up for them. And so I was sleeping. <laughs> well, if you guys go Wait. eat some candy, I'm going to sleep. Yes. Yep. The uh, They were done finding their eggs by 6.45 and by 7 a.m. they were out in the driveway um, with their new sidewalk chalk covering the entire driveway. It took them like a half an hour. Um, it was only like 29 degrees and the sun was just coming up, but they were outside playing. And so Dean and I went back to bed. <laughs> That's awesome. is all about stuff like that. Yeah. It was pretty cool, but uh, not the way I wanted to spend my Sunday getting up at the crack of dawn. So I'm glad that you got to. I was just thinking about how many grams of sugar my kids must have ingested yesterday, like maybe a thousand each. Don't think about it. (laughs) Yeah, at least. (laughs) I'm just like at this point, who cares how much sugar you ate, you know, on a holiday? I'm like, you know what? I'm going to let this one go. It's fine. Yeah. If there was ever a day to just not monitor, it's like Halloween and Easter. And maybe Christmas, like you just can't just let it go. Yeah, exactly. You just got to let them go for it and not be too upset about it. Yep. Let it go. I like that because that's kind of a mantra. And I know that you are wanting to talk about mantras today. And I'm so excited to see, hear what to see and hear. Yeah. So I have been listening to a podcast at one point talking about a couple different sort of statements that this person was saying to themselves. And I started doing that too. And I noticed that it was really helpful in certain areas of my life. I wouldn't necessarily say I was using them as mantras, more as just like a statement of, I don't know, it's really hard to describe, but but saying something to yourself when you don't want to get up in the morning to exercise to not negotiate with your primitive brain. Like, I will not negotiate with my primitive brain right now. I'm going to get out of bed. Something along those lines is basically like a tool or a way to pivot from whatever maybe pathway you don't want to go down to shift to a pathway that you do want to go down. And I was just shocked at how uh, helpful it was for me. And I've gone times like doing this and not doing it. But I just found that that was really useful for me. Because it was almost like it was external to my actual internal dialogue. Does that make sense? I totally relate. Yes, I can feel my way out of anything, Um, especially getting out of the bed in the morning. I love just to like 
lay there and just give it a few minutes or picture myself being too tired to do this. But if I take away the feelings and I just get up when my alarm goes off, I'm fine. But my brain tells me I'm not going to be fine or I'm, I need this or that. And so when I listen to my feelings or my that, yeah, primitive brain, uh, it always bites me in the butt. Well, and this is a little side note to that. But the reason that I have a hard time getting up early in the morning is because I'm telling myself that it's early in the morning. If, you know, if I woke up and I looked at the clock and it was eight o'clock, I would think to myself, I can get up at this time. It's not early in the morning. If I looked at the clock and it was, you know, 545, I would be thinking it's too <laughs> early in the morning. It's partly the stories that we tell ourselves about things, too, that contribute to that feeling. Yes, 100%. Because if I look at the clock and I try to wake up between 5 and 520 every day, uh, if I tell myself, if you sleep 15 more minutes, it's going to make a big difference. If you just snooze for 10, 15 more minutes. I believe myself. I mean, that's not true. Whether I wake up at 5.05 or 5.25, I'm, I'm the same. I think it's so funny because we believe our thoughts in our heads as if they're solid gold truth, even though there's not necessarily a basis of belief at all involved. Just because it's running through your mind, you're like, oh, this has to be the way it is. Which is kind of interesting because that's sort of where we're going into mantras and affirmations and all of this stuff is that maybe we can take something that is more effective or more useful externally and create a way of shifting some of our behaviors and kind of like opting those thoughts. Yeah, because once we're aware of what's going on in our head, our ticker, then we have more power to change it. But being aware is just the only the first part. So how do we change it? And sounds like mantras are going to be, could be really helpful. So a mantra comes from Hinduism or Buddhism, and it's a word or sound repeated to aid concentration in meditation. Um, but it's also a statement or slogan repeated frequently. I found this on Quora.com where they said that mantras are repetitive sounds used to penetrate the unconscious brain and adjust the vibrations of all aspects of your being. Someone wrote that, which I like that. Merriam-Webster says a mystical formula or invocation, which I thought that was interesting. So then I just wanted to talk a little bit about the differences between affirmations and mantras, because I think that they're, they're very similar and blend together a lot. So an affirmation is the act or process of affirming something or being affirmed. Psychology Today says affirmations are used to reprogram the subconscious mind to encourage us to believe certain things about ourselves and the world and our place in it and to help us create a reality that we want, which might include wealth, love, beauty, happiness, etc. So there was a recent study at Carnegie Mellon that revealed that affirmations help reduce the effects of stress and increase our problem-solving ability. Yeah, so when we're trying to tell ourselves a more positive story or put a more positive spin on things, that's going to have an effect after a while, even if we don't believe it at first. Is that what you're saying? I'm not necessarily saying that. I'm just saying in the studies that they have included that basically these things can be effective based upon whatever results they obtained. I think part of it too is that you have to 
act as if something is true for it to be more likely to adopt those feelings. If you truly don't believe something that you're telling yourself, I don't know how you can get that into your subconscious brain or how that's helpful at all. So that's why I haven't really glommed on to affirmation specifically, because I feel that if you say something to yourself that you feel is a lie and, you know, if you're trying to, I mean, really the whole reason that we're doing these things to begin with is because we want to motivate ourselves or create change. And if you don't feel that you are successful and you tell yourself that you're successful, I don't know how that specifically is going to give you results. So I think you have to go about it in a different way. But the research suggests that it's helpful. So that's just my own little caveat because I have doubt, personal self-doubts about affirmations specifically. Um, so there are different ways that it's recommended to do affirmations. Psychology Today suggested that when you're writing affirmations, that you write them in the present tense, in the first person, and with an emotional charge because otherwise it's not supposed to be as effective to your subconscious brain that you're trying to you know speak to do you use mantras or affirmations tara just curious i do use um smart what i call smart goals which goes along with sort of the affirmation so i'm work when i'm working with a client and they create goals it's not going to be i'll run more this week i'll eat better it's SMART is an acronym for specific, measurable, actionable, realistic, and time sensitive. And so I make them write those in the first person, like you were saying. I will run every Monday. Well, I guess that's not present moment, but I have them write out specific, measurable goals that's realistic to them and that's time sensitive so that it's almost like they are already doing them. And I don't know if that's an affirmation. Maybe that's just a goal that they're writing, but they're picturing themselves doing these things already. And they're affirming that by writing that goal in the present moment. When I think it's really important to have that feeling as if you already have something already when you don't have it. Because if you think about it, everything that we're looking for in life all comes back to an emotional feeling that we have associated with whatever it is that is. So that's definitely when you have to start imagining yourself doing these things. And I think that can be helpful. But I mean, for you personally, do you have any mantras that you use on a daily basis? Let it go. I use that one a lot. Uh, but I get anxious or overwhelmed. <clears throat> Actually, no. I want to retract that statement. I have, yes, a mantra or an affirmation. I don't know what it is. But I will tell myself <clears throat> it's not an emergency. When I'm overwhelmed or overstimulated, anything seems like an emergency. If my kid says no, when I ask them to do a simple thing, if things are going slower than normal, if I'm going to be late, if I <clears throat> spill my coffee, I have to tell myself it's not an emergency. And it, that helps me bring myself back to the present moment and stop my brain from just going down a spiral of why this is so bad that I spilled my coffee because I'm going to be, you know, going to be late and I'll have all these other negative effects. So would you say that that is an affirmation that I'm telling myself or a mantra or I, neither? I, uh, a mantra is sort of like a catchphrase or we can even call it something else like a statement to live by. That's what I was sort of thinking is that you can have these statements that you pull out in difficult moments that you just repeat to yourself to kind of remind yourself 
I think when you get into those fight or flight situations, your brain just automatically goes to old brain, primitive brain. And in primitive brain, spilled coffee may have been that there's a giant animal that just broke into your cave or something. So I'm sure that that comes from developmentally, where you know humans' brains have developed and changed over time, but we're still going back to those rooted um, states, if you want to call it that. Yeah, those biological impulses that we have. And what's funny, I was thinking while you were talking, is now that I, I say that a lot to myself, it's not an emergency. It's not an emergency. And then I'll follow that up by taking a deep breath. And I don't know if that's my more consistent yoga practice helping um, because I'm now able to breathe deeper on a regular basis. But I've almost connected the two now um, because we know that taking a deep breath helps us calm down. So I'll say it's not an emergency. And then I'll take a deep breath. And that alone just helps me. I don't always make better decisions, but it really helps me calm down or at least bring myself down a notch or two. So I just want to break this down into my thoughts about all of this stuff and how I think it's most useful. And I wanted to bring up an idea that I've been thinking a lot about lately that I've been using. And this is super cheesy, but I decided to call them mantras. So if you think about I love that. If you think about somebody that really loves you and cares about you and they're saying positive words to you to help you through a difficult time, I think that that could be potentially more helpful for a lot of us than just telling ourselves, I'm very attractive. I'm lovable. All of these things. If you don't feel that those things are true, I don't know how that's effective. And so that's why I think maybe mantras are kind of the segue into that, where you can start using thoughts in your head as if they're coming from someone who loves you or someone who you look up to and respect. And when you feel those moments of self-doubt or criticism of yourself, you think of someone who loves you or someone who you respect telling you words of support, essentially. Like, you can get through this. I know this feels hard right now, but I believe in you. Those are you. But thinking about those words as if they're coming from someone externally to yourself. I love that. Yes. A mantra. That's so true. I had... Um, one of my uncles texted me the other night, we were texting back and forth and he just had ended with something about how I'm a great mom or something like that. And just hearing, picturing him saying that to me really helped me, um, because I had had a really hard week last week and I thought, oh, that's, that's so helpful. And it made me feel good immediately. Just have these thoughts in your head regularly going on through the day. We had been talking, you and I, earlier about like, okay, well, what would Mother Teresa tell you right now? And (laughs) I've been thinking about that when I'm dealing with my kids and I'm super frustrated. And then I think Mother Teresa could be telling me, you have lots of love in your heart for your children and you should be patient with them. You know, something along those lines where it's almost like a reminder in that moment to maybe make a better decision. So true. And you... I don't think it's cheesy at all. And I think it's almost so simple. It's profound. Just <laughs> <laughs> me in a, in a nutshell, Tara. No. Um, so, okay. So there's mantras and then the affirmations. I think you can do these however you want. I personally, when I look at suggestions for these things, I'm like, I'm never going to write down a list of a hundred affirmations and say them out loud in front of a mirror to myself. I'm just probably never going to do that. But I think 
writing down a couple of things that you want to work on or even one thing, like maybe one affirmation a week is probably more realistic for most people. And I would just pick something that really is, I don't know, a struggle area and just work from there because we try too many times to change everything in our lives and it's not very effective. So you're right. And then we just don't end up sticking with any one thing. Right. You just give it all up. It's just too much. So then the third thing was just the statements to live by, which we talked about before, which maybe those are things that you say to yourself, like, which are more traditional mantras. Don't negotiate with your primitive brain in the morning when you want to hit snooze. Uh, <clears throat> and just like sticking to the decisions that you've made before and not that in that example. Um, I think the statements to live by could be one of the most helpful things because it's kind of that reminder, like you were mentioning before when you're frustrated and you just tell yourself, let it go, even though all I think about is frozen when you say those words, but oh, same words. here, but still, it still works. <laughs> the words, the statements to live by could be something that, that could, we could get them a lot of benefit from. I think I'm going to write down a list of statements to live by where I have maybe three or four of them, not a whole bunch, but where I can pull it out in a time of stress or a time of emotional difficulty. Um, where I just need to remind myself that I don't need to get washed down in the emotion of the moment and kind of lose touch with the reality, if you will. Yeah. And I really resonate with that too, because the statements to live by, I think, connect more to your values. And so when you're telling yourself something and you're reminding yourself of your values, of your core values, of what you really believe in and cherish, then you're bringing yourself back to, oh, this is important to me. That isn't. This is really what I want to cultivate. And then you can bring yourself off of, walk yourself back off of that ledge. I, I like that. I have affirmations. I just think of that SNL video about, what. how does it go? I'm trying to remember it. Something like, I'm attractive. People like me, something, something along those lines. Oh, yeah. I feel like those are just like empty. Those are just stinky statements that you say. And maybe some people can say them over and over and over. And when we start to believe them, there is evidence, scientific research that, you know, supports that. I agree with you. That doesn't always work for me. I like the mantras. And I also like the, um, the value statements or the personal statements. What did you call them? I like those too Statement, better. Statements to live by. <laughs> Statements to live by. I like that. I'm going to write some down as well. Um, and can I uh, offer one other thing that I was just thinking? Because I, I practice yoga and uh, I'm a yoga teacher. But while I was learning yoga a long time ago, I was also learning some Sanskrit. And, you know, there's all sorts of mantras in, in yoga. But um, I learned a couple in Sanskrit and I sort of, Sometimes when I'm in the kitchen, I will say them. And I don't know if it's because I'm saying it in a different language or it's a little sing-songy. It's very calming to my nervous system. So sometimes, and I can't even remember what some of them mean, to be honest, but I say them because it's just something that's easy that rolls off the tongue and it's calming to me. Are you going to say, say them out loud? Say one. Say one of them. No. <laughs> no, I won't do it. <laughs> No, because I can't say it as well. Well, my self-consciousness is. Let it go, Don't Tara. put that in the podcast. Let it go. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. 
Um, All right. Well, I think that sums it up. So we agree. Mantras and statements to live by are the way to go and keep it simple. But whenever you're feeling that self-doubt or when you're finding it hard to love yourself, when you're criticizing yourself, I would just pull out some kind words from someone that you love. Maybe there were someone already said to you and just replay them in your mind because too often we replay the negative things that people say to, our, to us or we repeat the negative things that we say to ourselves. And obviously that does not make anyone feel better ever, literally never. Yes, yes. Pick something that you're going to say to yourself followed by a deep breath and you are good to go. Keep practicing. I hope you guys have a wonderful week. yes have a good week everyone thanks again for tuning in to a little motivated podcast we're going to be here with you every week so just keep on listening and hopefully these tips will inspire you to be a little motivated and take care